For August 15th, this is the Weekly Rundown. Today, Afghanistan is falling, the SEC is flexing, America's less white, an Indian school bus, and reader mailbag. But first, dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to join this email newsletter with its newly revamped website and expanded blog called Hot Takes. Sorry guys, it's summer and love is in the air. For real though, our new weekly deep dive into topics of import is going strong, and we're continuing to look into the origins of the Arab-Israeli conflict. This week, how the British made conflicting promises to the Arabs, Zionists, and French after World War I. We'd say that's surprising, but the English are pretty dumb. Check out the latest edition at theweeklyrundown.us. Big idea. Afghanistan is falling to the Taliban. The Taliban has taken control of the majority of Afghanistan, winning a stunning series of battles over this past week, just three weeks after the U.S. military withdrew from the country. Taliban forces took over the second and third largest Afghan cities, most international border crossings, and are just seven miles south of Kabul. American intelligence agencies predict they could militarily take control of the capital within a month. Joe is scrambling. No one expected Afghanistan to fall so quickly. The U.S. Embassy is being evacuated, with sensitive documents being destroyed. The U.S. is trying to convince the Taliban to spare our embassy when the inevitable attack on Kabul begins. The Afghan government is trying to reach a last-ditch power-sharing agreement with them. So far, there is no indication that Joe will backtrack and send American troops back in. The Taliban has a clear military strategy. They're funneling refugees into Kabul to overwhelm the government, and are systematically surrounding the city to increase pressure. The government (laughs) doesn't really know what they're doing, despite $88 billion spent on training them over the past 20 years. Reports indicate villages have surrendered to the Taliban when as few as 10 militants show up. There's no sugarcoating this. Afghanistan will fall to Taliban rule as inevitably as Mitch McConnell is slowly turning into a turtle. The Taliban's endgame is unclear, though. Do they intend to take Kabul by force, or are they betting they can force the government into surrender? Story to Watch The SEC's Flexing Earlier this month, the SEC approved a NASDAQ proposal on corporate board diversity, and last week, the SEC chair said the commission is working on disclosure rules for carbon emissions. Along with reports that the SEC will start monitoring private equity more closely, it's clear that the Investment Regulation Commission is stepping up. The diversity proposal will require all companies which want to sell stocks on the NASDAQ to report the diversity of their corporate boards and explain themselves if they don't have any women or minorities in these leadership positions. 
The environmental disclosures being discussed would require corporations to publish climate-related risks and how much carbon they emit. The SEC is clearly empowered under Joe and has been given a mandate. Rein in the excesses of the markets and big business and move the ball forward on important societal issues. Who knew such a boring-sounding commission could put out such exciting news? This week's image, school bus. Children laugh in a literal school bus, a mobile classroom on wheels for poor Indian communities. We're pretty sure the teacher's name is Miss Frizzle. To view the image, subscribe to our newsletter at theweeklyrundown.us. This week's number, only 57.8% of America is white. Detailed data of last year's census was released this week, revealing that the U.S. is increasingly less white at just 57.8% of the population. The Hispanic population boomed, increasing by 25% since 2010, with the Asian population also jumping by about a third. The number of Americans identifying as multiracial also skyrocketed, mostly due to changes in how the census asked about race. Despite the growth in minorities, and as we discussed in Issue 12, the U.S. is still facing a baby bust and the resulting slower economic growth. Reader Mailbag Reader S.R. reached out about our story last week on progressives losing big in recent elections, including a special house race in Ohio. We pointed out that the progressive outraised the moderate, who won, by a two-to-one margin, but SR argued that that was a moot point because super PACs, including the Democratic Majority for Israel, poured millions in on the moderate side. Even including that super PAC money, though, the moderate still was at a cash disadvantage and still won. If progressives want to elect Dems who don't unconditionally support Israel, they should choose, choose people who can actually win, not the most controversial person on Twitter. And in case you missed it, the Senate passed a bipartisan $550 billion infrastructure bill, which will now go to the House for approval. Uber and Lyft prices continue to rise despite additional drivers on their services. The Olympics drew to a close, with NBC ratings falling to record lows. Finally, a Canadian woman set an unofficial world record for speed... speed crawling, going 100 meters in 23 seconds. That's the Weekly Rundown, produced by Ahmed, Yunus, and Faisal. Send us your feedback and questions, and subscribe at theweeklyrundown.us. Refer a friend and earn prizes by sharing the link in your email. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.